Hello, everyone. Oh, I'm just having water. Tell us what exciting thing you're having. From Ten Peril Brewing Company, Crush, a cucumber sour. Oh, that sounds good. It's not bad. It's not like super sour. Well, I take that back. It is kind of sour. It's not super yeah. sour, like not crazy, crazy, but it's a... Uh, but it's more refreshing, you know, like it's, it's, it's definitely with the cucumber helps for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh my goodness. Water. Perfect. I do have water too, though. I do have water as well. So I, I'm, I am. I got the cucumber thing going as well. So, so yeah, you're basically drinking what I'm drinking. Mine is mine is a little bit alcoholic. That's just, yeah, exactly. All right. So, hey guys, welcome to Pardon Me, Alex, the only Lumberjack basketball podcast out there for Lumberjack men's basketball. Um, we're going to talk about the game here in a second. So, man, hope you guys are ready. Hope you're ready. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me get the video up. <laughs> oh, it's going slow. Here we go. Boing. All right. Who's on? Hey, turn up, Dylan. Turn up. Hey, Dylan, how was Cody Johnson on Saturday night? I saw you were there. Turn. Speaking of turning up. Speaking of turning up. A lot of people were there. A lot of people were there, but it also kind of like helped us at the brewery. We were busy all day and all night. And... We basically had, you know, people coming in to pregame Cody Johnson at the brewery, which was perfect. So that was great. He said, don't remember much of it. But then he said, kidding. It was great. <laughs> I kind of believe that first one. I mean, I believe both. Yeah, I believe both as well. No, that's fun. Yeah, we had a great crowd at the brewery on Saturday for Mardi Gras. And there was a bunch of people there, like I said, that were pregaming. Um pre-gaming before Kojo. So that was really cool. And that was nice. And the music we had was great. Old Town Brass Band was fantastic. Good yeah. job with them, Jacqueline. Um, yeah. And the King Cake was good. So just giving you a quick rundown of our weekend. Um, we had Mardi Gras at the brewery and it was very, very long day, but man, it was a great day. A lot of fun. Um, King Cake Ale was delicious. And Dennis, hey, Dennis. How long will we have the King Cake Ale? It's gone. Okay. Yeah. Same. They made basically enough to get through that day. And we didn't even get through the whole day. We ran out like around 630. Okay. There was 30 gallons of it. Yeah. So anyway, they ran out pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, it was a great, it was a great, great, great weekend. Um, hey, Maria. What up? Misspelled Axe and Jack's a little bit there, but we'll, we'll let you get away with that. It's all right. It's okay. Oh, man. All right. So Saturday, uh, we had to rewatch the game yesterday and today because, of course, like I said, we were busy with uh, the brewery stuff and busy with Mardi Gras and, you know, um, other things going on in our life. And so we had to rewatch the game just the other night. Um, and I watched it last night. I think Jacqueline watched it today. What was it? Yeah, I watched it today. So last night I went my high school, Douglas, um, they're going in the playoffs and mm -hmm. I it was their third round playoff game 
uh, they played in ARP, which is only like 20 minutes from Tyler, 20, 25 minutes. Um, so since it was right down the road, I drove over there and watched that game, which was fun. I, have, I haven't watched them play in forever. Um, so, yeah, I did, I did that little bit of bas- purple basketball last night. Um, they won, of course, blowout. Uh, so that was fun. So, I, I, yeah, I rewatched it today. Nice. Okay. Perfect. Yeah. So we were, we, we, like I said, we had to rewatch it cause we couldn't watch it live. Um, I did have it on at the brewery though, but I just couldn't physically watch it cause I was behind the bar slinging beers constantly, um, which was really fun anyway. But yeah. So how do we watch the game? Um, oh, Jose. Hey, solo. Solo no more. Solo no more. Solo no more. But he, I think they're just getting back from their honeymoon. Yeah, they got back the other day, um, and we were. He was actually just now texting me because uh, he texted me the other day and said that he was coming. That he and Nina were going to come for Blueberry, mm. and then I sent a picture because yesterday it popped up on my time hop. One of the last times we went to Wine Swirl seven years ago, uh, so I sent him that picture, and he was like, "We're thinking about going this year," and I was like, "When is it?" And he says June 11th, and I'm like, "No, I meant Wine Swirl. No, you already told me y'all are." coming to blueberry and then literally today like facebook's always listening to your text combos i get a pop-up ad about wine swirl so i sent it to him and i was like facebook listened and he's like haha let's go then yeah yeah i'm excited for wine swirl i'll be there i'll be going as well and well the brewery is going to be there with a table i think giving out some beer too but wine swirl in general um, and then Hootie and our little Hootie and the Blowfish cover band, Huffy and the Paintfish, is going to be headlining Wine Swirl. So, yeah. yeah, and I do the social media for them. And so I'm excited. It's going to be a fun little fun little weekend. Um, yeah. Just I'm here for it. For anyone who's wondering. Real second, Wine Swirl. Let's get wild at Wine Swirl. I love the theme this year. It's Sip Me Baby One More Time. I like that. I was figuring it was something kind of nineties ish because the graphic looked very Yeah, it's it's sit me bit yes, it's definitely very nineties ish. So it's it's going off of uh good old B Spears there. So I love that. It's exciting. So yeah, solo, come down for that. And of course blueberry, one hundred percent. Yeah, exciting. Um okay, so the game. Lamar, 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 Lamar. I swear to God. Exactly <laughs> as we predicted. Okay, but to get started, so they were 0 and 11 in white play going into this game. Haven't won a single game. I don't think, I mean, I cannot remember a time when any team in, when we were in the Southland going 0 and 11, especially Lamar. Yeah. They've always been really good. Maybe not the top of the pack, but like very, very consistent. This year, they've just been plagued with injuries and COVID. And I just, I feel, I do feel bad for them. I do it because they're a good team. I feel bad too because they have, so they only had eight players that they like rotated into the game Mm -hmm. Saturday. And I counted now, granted, one or Probably two of these people were some sort of like manager type thing, but they literally had eight people who were all wearing the same like not uh, jersey uniform type stuff. Mm-hmm. At least like six players who were like not even able to dress out right now. Oh, that stinks. Yeah, that just stinks. I mean, honestly, I just 
I, I do feel bad for them. I, I do think that they have a really good team. They have a, a couple of amazing players. Yeah. As we saw, they have a couple of really amazing shooters and players, and it's just, you know, they just can't get it together and have some sort of, like, consistency because of COVID and because of all the issues they've been having with that and injuries. I just It sucks. It sucks for them. It really does. It really does, you know. So hopefully by next season they'll be able to get everything turned around. Um, yeah, exactly. They've always been around a 500. So sometimes better. Never, exactly. Like I'm, they've never been like 100% top of the pack, like gunning for a Southland conference championship when we were in the Southland, but they were always like consistently decent, like, you know, and they would always, always, always play us hard just like they did on freaking Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Um, every time. All right. So we had a new starting lineup this time. We had Gavin, David, Calvin, Trill, and Diego. I love Diego. The Diego start. Uh, so we'll we'll get to the background of the game, but we did finally win seventy to fifty six, which is a lot better than it looked for the entirety of the game, pretty much. Um, oh, yeah. And the attendance was pretty solid from what they reported. Two thousand eight hundred ninety six. Really? I guess it just didn't look like that from I don't the. Know if there were that many, but. That's what they said. I don't remember that many people being there when they were decent. Uh, yeah, I don't. I have a little trouble believing that, but suspicious. Hey, whatever they want to report. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. So interesting stuff. So going into the wax standings, uh, we only have so many games left. I mean, we don't have that many games left. People uh, just last night. Uh, New Mexico and Seattle U were battling it out for first place and New Mexico actually got the win. So uh, they're in first place at 12 and two. Then you have Seattle at 12 and three in second place, Sam Houston at 12 and three as well. So Seattle and Sam are tied. Um, and then the only reason why uh, I'm not sure why then they're in front. Oh, okay. Cause they, I guess their record. Yeah. Their record is better. They're at, Okay, yeah, they have one more. Okay, so Seattle has one more overall at 21 and 7, and St. Houston's at 17 and 11. Okay, so that makes sense. Then you have SFA all ho, ho, ho at number four. Let's go. So we're at, you know, I, I don't think normally in any year I'd be pissed to be in number four, but this year I am pleased as punch to be in fourth place. <laughs> Definitely. You know, when we were in the Southland, it was like, oh, God, we're in fourth. Like, pfft, crap. Um, <laughs> But now this season, I'm like, I am happy as a clam that we're in fourth place right now at 10 and four, 18 and eight overall. Um, I will again note that some teams have played more games than others as of this point. Uh, a few teams have played 28 games. We've played 26 games. Grand Canyon has played 25 games and they're at fifth place at eight and five, 18 and seven overall. And we have Abilene Christian and Utah Valley both at eight and six. Uh, Tarleton at seven and seven, so bat at five hundred here. Um, Dixie State six and eight, California Baptist four and two, Chicago State two and twelve, uh, UT Rio Grande at two and thirteen, and of course Lamar at zero and twelve. They've only won two games this season. Oh, it's just very, very, very sad. I, I again, yeah. it's just wild. Um, Sean, for how great the top of this conference is, I'll gladly cosign. 100%. Again, usually when we're in the Southland, if we were in the fourth place position, like, man, we would be getting absolutely 
dogged on by fans. Like, how could we be in fourth place? How dare we? You know, like stuff like that. Because I remember the year that we were struggling and we were maybe like fifth or sixth. And it was like the worst thing to ever happen to SFA Lumberjack fans yeah. in the world. And so to be in fourth and to be happy about it, this is new for us. We yeah. will gladly take it. Agreed, Sean. Absolutely. Um, so moving right along into Sean Kennedy stat sections, take it away. So, uh, so I do want to say one thing really quick. I should have said at the intro because um, non oh, yeah. non game related, but uh, mm. our boy Derek got the whack freshman player of the week. Mm. I, I'm glad you brought that up. I was going to bring it up in my in my in my uh, uh, feats of strength, but yeah, I'm glad. Yes, player of the week for Derek. According to yeah, according to Keller, that's like the first time SFA has received any sort of weekly award in basketball. Which I'm not like, sure if that's in the WAC. Yeah. Okay. That might be right. I haven't seen anything else thus far. Yeah, he he might be right. I'm not 100 percent sure. I I don't really recall us seeing any like you know like player of the week, this of the week, which is wild considering some of the games that like Gavin has had and 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 David and uh, so I'm just like and Day Day. So I'm just like okay, but maybe so. Uh, before I get into stats, why don't you tell us anything else of interest from the the radio show last night? Since you finally got to go. Oh yeah. So okay, radio show last night. I finally had a Monday off to go, so that was it was nice that I was able to attend finally. Um, went. Calvin was there. He bless his little heart. You know, Calvin is super. Uh, super, I guess, not like rambunctious, but he's very, very outgoing any other time. But when he gets behind the mic, I feel like he's just kind of very shy. So, um, you know, Rob Myers was asking him questions. And, you know, of course, Keller being Keller, kind of like egging him on and things like that. So one of the questions he asked was, uh, who in the locker room makes you laugh the most? And his answer was, man, I don't know. It just depends on the day. He says, sometimes Jonathan will come in and just act in a fool. He goes, sometimes uh, um, Trell come in just mad as hell or something like that, like some random comment. And then and then Coach Keller asked, well, who does the best Coach Keller impression? And he said, Jalen Posey. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I would not have expected that Jonathan's the funniest because he just seems so quiet. Yeah, well, he, I mean, it wasn't necessarily saying that he was like, he goes, they're all funny, but he says sometimes Jonathan comes in and he's, you know, just again, like rant and raven and it's funny. Um, he said, he, sometimes he goes, even David's funny. I'm just like, <laughs> I mean, it was just, he had some really, he was just, he was just very, very, um, he was just very appreciative of all the, all the players. And he was just talking nonstop how excited and how proud he was of Derek and how well he's been playing. Um, and how much they all, all the team supports him. And then, of course, one of the last things he said was about these last two home games, how we need to pack it out because they feed off of that energy. He goes, the louder it is in there, the, mo the more energy they have flowing through there. He goes, the better we play. And that's so true. So, I mean, it's coming directly from one of the players that the more people, the more energy we have in there, the better that they play. And so, I mean, if that's not a – you know, a, a, you know, a, a kind of like a push, you know, a fire in your butt type thing to get out to the games. I don't know what else to do. Right. I just don't know what else to say. 
Please come. Please come. Uh, Sean, I swear Kinsmo got something for player. He may have. I don't know. I feel like I would be shocked if he didn't. Again, some of the games he's had. I thought he did too, but I don't yeah. Know. So Dennis agrees. Yeah. So Dennis, I think Dennis, you said you're coming on Thursday, but not Saturday, right? Or are you coming both days? I think he said he was just coming Thursday. I think so too. So yeah. Um, Confirm. Confirm or deny. Confirm or deny, please, Dennis. Um, so, yeah, uh, while we wait for Dennis to confirm or deny, that was pretty much it. Coach Keller uh, told a really cute story about um, him and Chauncey's first Valentine's Day together, that she was such a good sport because he actually needed to go watch a kid play on their first Valentine's Day together. <laughs> Did she go with or? Yeah. Okay, good. That's how he knew that she was, you know, the, the one because the fact that on their first Valentine's together that they actually like he she went with him and like helped him and supported him through going and scouting a, a team, a guy. That's when you're re you're ready to dive in. That's when you know that you got the right gal. Okay, so Dennis is confirming Thursday only. Sorry. Okay. It it's okay, Dennis. It's okay. Uh, Maria, do you guys, yeah, we play this Thursday and Saturday. We play both. We have two home games left Thursday and Saturday. Mm -hmm. So we play Sam Houston on Thursday and then we play ACU on Saturday. Those are our last two home games. And then the rest of the game. I can't believe we only have two more. I know it went by so fast. I don't know. It's just been a really fast season. And then, you know, we have uh, New Mexico State left and also UT Rio Grande Valley. So um, those are our last two away games. Four more games. Oh, gosh. Okay. All right. Sean Kennedy, your stat section for this lovely game. Uh, our overall field goal percentage, 45.9%. Our three-point percentage was a measly little 14.3. Oof. Um, our free throw percentage still kind of struggling at 60%. Uh, points in the paint very well, 48. Uh, we, we did a good job on points off turnovers as well. We had 26, um, and we had 20 second chance points. We had 17 fast break points. Um, the bench was, again, really showing up with 33 points. Um, Total rebounds, we had 38, so we actually out-rebounded them by 12 rebounds. Um, we had 16 offensive and 22 defensive. We had only 11 fouls, which is very nice. Shocked. Shocked. And only 16 turnovers. They had 25 turnovers. Uh, we had 14 steals, which might be close to the most we've had, I believe, in a game. Um only one block. So our game leaders, uh, we had Gavin leading the pack on points with 20 points, eight rebounds, one assist, one steal. Very close to a double-double. Mm -hmm. uh, we had Derek with 14 points, five rebounds, one assist, one steal. And JJP, man, was all over the place. 13 points, three rebounds, five assists, one block, three steals. Killing it. Darn good, have to say. Killing it. Um yeah. Oh, I agree, Maria. It does. It always does seem to go super, super fast every season. This one 
for some reason more than others. I don't know why, but just feel like it went really quickly. I agree. Yeah. Last season was just, I think, a wash and a wild season that I, I feel like probably anything would have seemed quick. I don't know. Yeah, it was just such a wild season. So, um, okay. So moving right along into our feats of strength. So uh, let me pull up my uh, my notes. My my notes. Hold on a second. There we go. Okay. So few things of note. Um, I guess this should have been more of a game note, not necessarily a feat, feat of strength. So I'm not going to start my feat of strength immediately right now. Um, my one note is that Bob Slovak was on the call. Um, and he's actually an SFA alum. And so I, I thought that was kind of like a cool little note. Um, but he had a couple like flubs that were pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. And I'm not sure to put that if I do I put that under feats of strength or to put it under grievances because it's not really a grievance. It's more funny. Um, yeah. I think we just air it out now, man. Let's just say it now. So literally within like, I don't know what, like two minutes into yeah. the game. It was before we even scored. So it was the first like minute and a half or so. Yeah. Yeah. So Bob, you know, doing the play by play. And then I forget the other man's name. I think it was Leon or something like that. He was doing more color. We have the ball and the shot clock is running down. But instead of saying shot clock, Bob says shot cock. Like loud and proud. Shot cock. I mean, clock. Shot cock. (laughs) And I don't even know how I missed it the first time. I think I was so irritated that we got a shot clock violation that early that I, I didn't even, I don't, it didn't even register with me. And then, yeah. And then Ron sent it to us and I was like, Oh, Holy shit. I got to go back and listen to that. No. Yeah. I, I heard it immediately when he said it. Cause I'm just sitting there watching cause the game just started and I'm just kicking back, enjoying my, my, uh, my, my dessert after dinner. And then I'm just, all of a sudden I just hear shot cock and I'm like, <laughs> he said <"Caw." laughs> um so i thought that was just really funny i was just laughing so hard i mean he he automatically then realized he flubbed and said shot clock but still it was just the damage was done the the damage was done bob um I mean, so bob bob slovak sfa alum it could have been worse it could have been worse but it was funny it was really funny um Okay, so yeah. Um, first points of the game. Diego. For three. So with that. So happy. Oh, I was ecstatic when I saw that go in. I was just, I mean, because uh, you know, the first few possessions of the game were kind of blah, and and the or the few for first few minutes were just kind of blah. And then all of a sudden you got Diego um with his only three-pointer, only um really only only points of the night were in the very beginning of the game and it was a three. So that was really kind of funny, really kind of cool. Um, I don't know if I should wait to the end to bring this up because I'm pretty sure you have a lot to say about this too. So I probably will just wait and then that'll segue into yours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'll wait, I'll wait on that. Let's see here. We're um, maybe not necessarily the very beginning, but towards this kind of second half of the first half, if that makes any sense whatsoever, uh, not necessarily in the beginning of the game, but kind of as we progressed, I feel like we really started ranking, you know, kind of cranking up the defense. We were pressing, we were double teaming, trying to trap the ball, typical press you stuff, which I really, really like to see. 
Um, it wasn't throughout the whole game, but we had really, really good moments of press you. Again, like I said, it wasn't throughout the whole game because it was very obvious that they were scoring a lot, Lamar. Um, and so just to mention that, let's see. After scrolling for ages on Twitter, can confirm what Keller said first time ever. Thanks for fact checking that, Sean. <laughs> yeah, thanks. That's a lot of scrolling. <laughs> I mean, you had to go back to November. <laughs> Shout out to Sean for doing that. Um, yeah, so first ever, that's wild. That is wild. I'm surprised. I mean, shout out to Derek because he deserved it, but also wild that Day Day, Gavin. Yeah. Wild. Mouse on fire, no big deal. <laughs> SOS, SOS. <laughs> SOM, save our mouse. Um, okay, so another thing, let's see here. Um Uh, Gavin had a couple really nice putbacks in there. You know, we were just kind of throwing up that three again and uh, whatever. And uh, thank God we had somebody down there in the paint, whether it was Gavin or, or Calvin to get up there and, and get that put back and that second chance shot. Um, let's see here. Uh, JJP playing well, good layups, etc. Had a nice block, like we mentioned in the, in his uh, stats over there. I think you said he had, um, how many blocks did you say JJP had? He had one, but he had three steals. Yeah. And five assists. Yeah. Okay. So playing well, playing really, really well. Gavin led the team with eight rebounds. I mean, we had 38 rebounds, which is nice. Our offensive rebounds definitely went up from the last game, which is nice as well. Um, beautiful, beautiful steal. And then alley oop from Trell to Calvin to Calvin. I mean, mwah, chef's kiss on that. Absolute chef's kiss. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest thing, the biggest plus, and the biggest, I guess, thing for lack of a better term, to come out of this game was Derek. He looked so good. Derek was on apps. I mean, this was, I'm not going to say, I mean, he's had a couple good games before this, but I think maybe this may have been his like breakout game. You know, yeah. he's had some really good minutes prior to this, but I think he played for 25 minutes. I believe that may be the most he's played. Um, yeah, he. Most he scored for sure too. Most for sure. Double digit score, 14 points. He had five rebounds. You know, Jack Leonard kind of went through his stats. Um, but I think the biggest thing for me is is those those minutes that he had. And the other thing is just the absolute tenacity and energy that he brought to the court was just beyond, beyond. Um, I mean, Derek, 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 he got, I mean, right in the very beginning of the game, he had two rebounds in a row, great hustle. Um, he was just playing well from the start, playing well from the absolute beginning. Um, what was another one here? Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Derek's dunk. Well, he had two dunks in this game. Yeah, you're right. But the one you know I'm talking about. The Literally, one His feet went, went up on the back of the backboard. Literally, he jumped over C.J. Roberts, basically, and said, 
bob it and just he he got so high so much air it was insane and yes i agree sean shows that sfa's future is bright ahead i mean our freshmen are killing it yeah killing it some of the times for sometimes some of the freshmen are keeping us in the game Derek kept us in this game and kept us ahead and got us the w yeah i mean Derek and jjp were the number two and number three scorer and freshman. So exactly. I mean, Derek, what a absolute game. And again, there's a reason he got freshman of the week and hundred percent deserves it. He played lights out that one dunk was just disgusting. Yeah. He had another one, but that one dunk, I hope everybody knows what I'm talking about. If you're watching the game was just absolutely disgusting, disgusting. Um, but yeah, I nothing but happiness for Derek. He's earned this finally. He's getting minutes. He's getting in the game. Um, been waiting on this for a while from him, and we're just excited to see where it goes. Uh, also, shout out to our bench points at 33 points. Again, a lot of that coming from Derek, coming from Jalen. So shout out to our bench guys, really honestly holding it down for us. Um, and then also holding off those uh the uh, points off turnovers on uh, Lamar. Lamar only had nine points off of turnovers. So we really, really, really kept those. Yeah, we turned the ball over, but we didn't really allow them score to score very much, which I like to see. Don't yeah. want to see a lot of turnovers, but I'm glad that we didn't really suffer too much on the point side of it. Because you know for a fact, the more turnovers we give. Yeah. Jesus. Okay. So that was pretty much all mine, but main one highlighting is Derek. And I knew you probably had a lot to say. Yeah. Uh, he just looked so good. And I mean, we've been seeing glimpses of how athletic he is. I mean, he's yeah. young, but he's so athletic and I just, we're going to be amazed by what he can do in the next year or two. Like, I can't wait. I agree. hundred percent. Fine. So one thing that uh, didn't necessarily come into play in the game, but that I noticed, did you notice that our boy Russell was back dressed out? No. Yeah. He wasn't wearing what he normally wears. He was actually dressed out. He was dressed out in shorts, like in a jersey. <gasps> yeah. Russell! What? No. I missed that completely. Good eye. I missed that completely. I saw that and I was like, Ooh. we didn't, we didn't do well enough for him to get any playing time. And I don't know, he might, he might be like very slowly creeping back in there, but maybe one of the next two games he'll get to play. If Russ can get in there for some minutes, I'm going to lose my mind. I know we, we love Russell. He's such a sweet guy. Um, so love Russell. Love. I, I noticed that he was dressed out. So that was exciting. Um, Good spot. Was excited for Diego to start again. I think that was his second time starting, right? Um, I think he I, started another time. I think, to be honest, I think maybe it's been a couple times. Okay. I, I, yeah, I mean, the, I, I think at least it's been like two or three. Mm -hmm. Yeah, ex excited to see him start. Like you said, the three right off the bat. Um, mm -hmm. And we already talked about Derek. Uh, JJP all over the court 
like I said on his stats. I mean, he he just looked really, really good. Uh, Jonathan finally got an alley. So happy for him. So happy for that. I'm glad that you mentioned that because there was a spot or there was a point when he got an, <clears throat> he did get an alley to him, but missed it. Right. This so one made it at the very, very end. I think there was like a minute and a half left, but I will mm -hmm. say he went up very strong and very aggressive with it because even the commentators were like talking about how much the basket was like shaking after he went up. They were like, he almost pulled the, pulled the rim down. And I'm like, yes. that's I love that. I know. I want to see more of that from him. I really, really, really like, I don't know how much I can make this more of an obvious state. Like I want him to be good so bad. And we need got it there. He's just gotta just keep going. Just yeah. keep going. He does. I feel like he has, he has the, the, he has the height. Obviously he has the the arm reach, he has the body for it. He just needs to get after it. Yeah. So I, I was really excited with that. Yeah. Um, and then I've said this the last few games, but I'll say it again today because, I mean, he was right behind Derek and JJP on scoring. Calvin had 10. Just every game, he is looking more and more offensive. Like, mm -hmm. he was mm -hmm. battling in the paint. He got some and ones. He got that mm -hmm. alley dunk. I mean – I just I love seeing more from him offensively, and he was down there banging around for rebounds too, six rebounds, mm -hmm. two assists, and a steal. Um, I I love his defense like more than anything, but I love to see him trying to get in there offensively too. So I was very happy with that, and that's my last one. I I couldn't agree more, Calvin. Again, and hearing him last night at the coaches show. Um, Keller even talked to him about that too. The fact that he has become more offensive, offensively minded, and as well as just killing it on defense. And I, I couldn't be more proud of him for, for, I guess, I don't know, I guess not, not necessarily like taking a chance and being more, I mean, I feel like he's always kind of like attempted or tried, but I feel like he's actually putting in a more concerted like effort to do it this season. Um, and even Coach Keller said it. He goes, if he continues to, you know, on this path and continuing to, you know, improve on both sides of the ball, like we could easily see him playing beyond college. Easily. Yeah. Easily. So really, really excited for that. Hope I hope Calvin continues to improve upon his his strength and his skills, which I have no doubt that he will. He's just that kind of guy. And he's doing really well academically. Always love to see that too. Always love to see that. Cause again, at the end of the day, you student athlete, yeah. you gotta get those studies in order for you to play. So doing great, doing great. All right. So moving on to second half of the game analysis, where we always talk about the things that just kind of grind our gears, just a smidgen. Gotta love it. It's the, the airing of grievances. <laughs> I got a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> now you're going to hear about it. Yo. Okay. So, as we always talk about when we play Lamar, we cannot sit on our hands. We can't sit on our laurels. We cannot take a breath. We can't. Because they will always play us the hardest they will play all season. They could be, again, worst in the league, which they are at this point in time. Um, not win a single conference game and still play us to what it was at the half. 
12 points at the half. And uh, let's see. Barely scored them in the second half. It was we I mean we only outscored them by six in the second half. It was only eight points at halftime. Can I not count? Oh, you're right. Shit. I'm sorry. Yeah. Eight points at halftime. And then we only uh again outscored them in the second half by by six uh, six points. You know, every time. Why won't anyone listen to us? That was my very first note because we said exactly this. We said they can be the worst in the league and they're going to play their best game against us. And up until like four minutes left, I mean, they were still easily a ball game, like two possession ball game, ball game. And even their commentators literally said, this is the best they've played all season. And I'm like, well, of course it is. Of course it is because they're playing SFA at their home. And of course they're going to play the best they've played all season. Every time they do it every time. Why is this not shocking to anyone yet? Like, when will we learn? When will we learn? Death taxes and Lamar playing us their best game of the season, no matter what. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, first off grievance is not necessarily game related. It's more, again, I'm just so annoyed at the fact that continually we get SF Austin on our freaking streams. I know that was annoying. I know it's one thing. It's one thing for a school that's not even in our conference to do it just because they're just, you know, not, they just don't give a shit about all of us mid majors. They just don't care. But it's another thing when it's someone in our conference and it's someone that we've been playing for years. Yeah. I just don't get it. I don't get it. Like who's in charge of putting that on the screen? Is it the schools or is it ESPN? Like, I don't get it. I wish I knew because it is annoying. Right off the bat, Lamar took an early three-point lead. Um, and then just, we had that shot cock violation. <laughs> Those damn shot cocks. They'll get you every time. I'm Lamar never- plays up every time, Dennis. I know. Every time. Every time. So, yeah, first possession of the game for us was the shot clock violation, like Jacqueline said. Absolute, just, it's the first play of the game. First possession. What are we doing? Well, I don't know if it was the very first one, but it was it was very early. I, I mean, that I wrote SFA's first possession. It may not have been, but it, it, it whatever. It was, it was literally the game had just started. Like, literally game just started. Um, yep. Had to be our first possession because we didn't score until our second or something possession because Diego hit the three. I don't know. Um, so slow start out of the gate, which doesn't bode well when you're playing Lamar again and Lamar when they always play us hard. Driving me up a freaking wall. I mean, that's what literally the next thing I wrote was Lamar always plays us hard. Shit. Jesus. That's what I wrote. Um, another one. Couple of bad passes into the paint. I feel like this is another thing that's been plaguing us all season. All season. Was just not paying attention where you're throwing the damn ball. I don't know. I just don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like I mean, just just completely, you know, either shorten the pass or just not paying attention who you're throwing it to, and and creating an easy turnover. I, uh, I my poor our poor boy Trell is still struggling from that three. I it just makes my heart hurt. Makes my heart hurt. I mean, he's 0 for 3. 
over oh, four. Over oh, four, you're right. He didn't score a damn. Yeah, over. Oh, yeah. I yeah. thought he at least scored a, a layup. I thought he had a layup in there. No, he didn't score at all. Damn, I could have sworn he had a layup. I guess not. Oh, you know, it was the assist. It was the assist on the dunk to Calvin. Yeah, that's where I. Yeah, because he had the one assist. You know, um, but hey, hopefully we'll get there. Here's my thing. I feel like I feel like Lamar at this point is playing everybody hard. They're always playing us hard, whatever. But I feel like they have nothing. They have nothing to lose. They have nothing to lose. They're announcing. We're saying I think they have to win at least like three games to be in the running for being in the tournament. So they're. I mean, they're coming up on like got it because. UTRGV has won two games in WAC. Okay. Lamar's won zero. So one person is missing the tournament. One. So is it going to be Lamar who hasn't won a single game? It's looking like it is because they haven't won a single game. Yeah. Or are they going to just turn on the Jets at the end of the season here and win their last couple games and then totally upset UTRGV who's going to get left out? Because that's the wildest thing about this year in WAC, for WAC Vegas. Literally, there's two teams that are not eligible. I think it's like Tarleton and one other team, Dixie State, or one another team. I can't think of who it is. So they automatically aren't eligible because they were transitioning. Okay. <laughs> so that leaves one team just out. One team who's out in the cold, who is eligible, right? So just it stinks. It's it's gonna be a wild last couple couple weeks here of the season to see who actually is gonna be you know gonna be I, I, it's gonna be Lamar I have a feeling unless something crazy happens the last couple weeks here I, I mean it has to be Lamar at this point it just it I don't know I feel like it has to be but again they're playing hard they're playing really hard in transition too they were rocking it in transition rocking it. Um, CJ Roberts is a good fucking player. I'm just gonna say it. He He's one good. of the best on their team. Best on their team. I, I made a mental, I made a note to myself to check his freaking stats. He was good, but also he didn't score as many points, but that they kept saying his last name Ledet, and I swear it's probably Lede, but anyways, I digress. He was very good as well. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I mean, you got CJ Roberts, 36 minutes. 8 of 14, 1 of 6 from the 3, 1 of 3 from free throw. Um, he had 4 assists, and he had 1 steal. Um, he had 18 points total. So he his little, little floater jumper, killing us. Couldn't, couldn't guard it. Couldn't guard it. I, it's <laughs> such a simple shot. Such a simple simple little shot he was able to figure it out why couldn't we there was one play where g traveled so hard i thought he was gonna absolutely plow through and kill everyone under the basket <laughs> i remember exactly which one you're talking about that's why i'm laughing i know like literally he carried this ball and he like charged through the pack i thought everybody was going to get whiplash <laughs> Um, 
missing again that goes back to my comment about cj he was not missing barely anything from that too and we couldn't we were missing easy twos left and right left and right left and right let's see we had going back up to our stats i mean um david was missing some twos i mean obviously trell missed a bunch of twos uh or just shots in general i mean day day was two out of seven Jalen was, I mean, yeah, he, he scored 13 points, but he was also five from 12. Um, I, you know, miss, but most of those were the easy little bloop, bloop, little two shots. And it was just like, come on. Um, let's see. They absolutely butchered Nana's name when he got up to shoot free throws. Yeah, they did. They call him Nana. When will these, when will these announcers and teams learn? Like if it's a different, just call him Nana. They mispronounced David's last name too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Catch breeze. <laughs> JJP missed a wide ass open three. Like he he had like yeah. 20 minutes to shoot it. It felt <laughs> like he had all the time in the world. Uh we did have a lot of turnovers, I feel like, towards the end of the game. That's where they were kind of starting to come in, kind of getting some juice, getting some energy. Um they made a couple really good steals and we had some turnovers and man, they were just, you know, they shot a couple dunks down and things like that. And they were starting to get kind of fired up. And I was sitting there like, "Uh Oh, that ain't good. That ain't good. Um, I feel like there was a couple moments. I don't know exactly. I can't remember exactly when it, it was towards the end of the game. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm again, I, I may have saw it wrong, but I feel like trail almost got absolutely hammered because no one called a screen. Like, you know, that's a big pet peeve of mine. I know. I know. I'm sitting there watching it, and I and, and Trell literally I, – I th- I'm pretty sure it was Trell, and I'm pretty sure that's what happened because he kind of, like, bounced back and, like, kind of almost fell over. And I was like, what the – like, obviously somebody just screamed, like, you know. I, I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Um, last couple things here on my end. Uh, back door towards the end of the game. What are we doing? Fucking back doors, bro. Mm. And then big game Dave got whacked in the eyeball. I must have missed that one. He got whacked in the eyeball. I mean, he went to the floor and was holding his eye, and then he was shooting free throws. He still made the free throws. But, his, I mean, mom told me about it later, and she goes, yeah, uh, Dave got whacked in the eye, and she goes, I have a feeling he's going to have a black eye. I guess we'll see on Thursday. We'll see. I mean, I mean, if he did get a black eye, Dave, I have the perfect remedy for this steak. Just <laughs> put a big old porterhouse right on your right on your eyeball there, buddy boy. Or a bag of frozen peas. Yeah. Be a cheaper, cheaper option. <laughs> no, just get the steak. Get the steak. Live large. Live large. No, okay. But that's it for me. I'm, sh- I'm sure you have a few as well. So I don't. I just have more general ones. Well, okay. So first of all, I just have a question. This isn't necessarily a grievance, but you'll know I like to pay attention to the the jerseys and whatnot. And I just do not understand why they were wearing black and we were in white when they were the home team. I just. From what I know, the teams themselves, they're the ones that pick what they wear. And I get that, but like, I just, I, maybe it's the old school traditional 
brain of mine that like the home team wears white. I just, then you, there's no thinking like just I know. Wear, you wear your light Jersey. If you're at home, you wear your colored Jersey. If you're on the road, I just don't get it. Anyways. I know. I know because when I first turned the game on, I originally thought that we were the in the black. Yeah. Because whenever I first mm-hmm. turned it on and I was watching them warm up, I'm like, I know. yeah. Anyway, I know. I don't, I know. I don't get it either, but I feel like that's just the nature of the game now for some reason. It's just, it, instead of it being more traditional where you do what you said, I think it's just, again, the, the guys just decide what they prefer and what they prefer may change depending on the season. I don't know. Yeah. They just try to yeah. get up with it. Well, and now I, mean, I do get it. Cause most teams, like, obviously when we're up, you had, yeah. you had two jerseys, you had the white Jersey and the dark Jersey, but now, Teams have like a white jersey, a black jersey, a colored jersey, a gray jersey, a pink jersey if they're want to do breast cancer or whatever. Anyway, so there's yeah, they have a million jerseys, a million different things. Yeah, um, but anyways, that was I was just confused. Uh, we just we just had a terrible start. I mean, it just took us forever to get started, and I really don't have anything specific to point out besides mm-hmm. the stuff we already talked about. We just kept letting them play us close. Uh, I mean. Up until the very, like, I, I didn't feel like it was a done deal until, like, four minutes left in the entire game, honestly. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. I guess my last two little things, uh, you kind of touched on it. But, yeah, I, I do feel bad for Trill. I mean, he didn't score at all. And that's fine. We've said you don't have to score to play well in the game. But, it's fine. you know, um, and he did have <clears throat> a few other stats. He had an assist and he had – two steals. Um, but you know, he's a great three point shooter. So I, I hate to see it when he's struggling from the three point line and elsewhere. Um, cause that sucks. So I hope, I hope he gets out of it soon. Cause I know he'll beat himself up more than anybody else could be negative about it. So, um, hopefully he'll turn that around soon. And then kind of on the same vein, day day just really didn't have the greatest offensive game. Um, that's true as well. Yeah. Which, I mean, again, like I said, doesn't have to be an offensive game because he had six rebounds. He had one assist. Um, So, I mean, he was definitely getting in there and getting rebounds, but he was two of seven from the field. And, you know, the the shots that he's taking are pretty simple, high-percentage shots. So, I felt bad that he was was just not on his best offensive game uh, that day, which is not – it's a little abnormal for him. So I just, I'm not griping about it. I'm just saying I feel bad that was his best offensive game, but he made up for it on the rebounds. So that's good. He had second most rebounds of the game. Exactly. And and like you said, we've mentioned many times before, like just because you have a bad game points wise, doesn't necessarily mean that you had a bad game. Now you could score zero points and, Hopefully, again, maybe you didn't take that many shots, but maybe have a really good game defensively, get some get some steals, get some blocks, you know, et cetera. Which, which is, again, we need those players as well. Like, you know, that's that's just how that's just how the game's played. You know, I don't expect everyone on the team to have double doubles every night. That would be, be great. Fantastic, but that's not realistic. And so, like, we completely understand that it's not going to be a perfect night every night. And I hope these guys don't have that expectation on themselves either. I know sometimes it's hard being an athlete. You may, but I mean, 
it's just one of those things where, um, you know, it's not always going to be like that. So just to keep, just to keep that in mind, don't be so hard on yourself. Just next game, next game. Um, so yeah. Did you have any more? No, that was it. Okay. So thinking about the word to describe this entire game, um, do you have a word to describe this game? I think I'm just going to say pressure because I feel like that's what we feel every time we play Lamar. Like they are just going to pressure mm-hmm. us until the last possible minute. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Great word. Um, if anything, I would probably say for me, it would probably be just kind of stressful. Um just because, again, just going along with what you said, I feel like every time we do play them, they're always going to play us at their absolute hardest and their best. And it, I, I never can have an enjoyable game watching them. You know what I mean? Like, I can never sit down and be totally comfortable watching us play Lamar, whether we're there or they're here in NAC. Um, so it's always just really stressful for me because I just don't – we can't, like I said, sit on our hands. We can't sit. We can't rest on our laurels. We actually have to – put forth some effort. And I feel like sometimes we forget that, you know, Lamar's still a good team. They're still a good team. They have good players. They've just been plagued with injuries and issues all season, all season long. They just don't have, they haven't had a chance to get in any sort of rhythm, any sort of consistency, any sort of team cohesiveness because they've had so many ups and downs and people are going to say, well, no, they're just a bad team. They've won, two games and it's been against two shitty teams because they're like D2 or D3. Okay, well, that's great. But guess what? We've also had really shitty games against D2 and D3 teams as well. Yeah. (laughs) So, but we won, but still at the same time, like it wasn't our best games either. And would you call us a shitty team? We've just, I mean, put us in their shoes. Pretend that we were Lamar for a minute, right? And we were the ones plagued with injuries. I mean, we had Rati go down. We have Nigel out currently. We just have a good core group still around and good freshmen and good you know players off the bench that are keeping us consistent and keeping us in the game. Lamar didn't really have that. Brand new first year, I think, coach, right? I mean, this is yeah. his first year. You got to give him just, I mean, a little bit of slack. A little bit of slack. Yeah, could they have won a couple games? Absolutely. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right, so moving forward, um, like I said, we mentioned earlier that we have two more games left. We have Thursday's game versus Sam Houston. Boo. Hope you're listening, Cat fans. Um, Would really love to see Cat fans at the game, but it's not going to happen because they don't come to games. Um, I didn't even see him at the Sam game at Sam, so I'm not on my breath. No, no. Um, and then we have the game on Saturday, which the game on Saturday is the last home game. It'll be technically senior night. Um, and which is kind of wild because we've already said goodbye to the seniors. So like, what are we going to do? Do it again? Like, I don't, I don't want to go through that emotional turmoil again. Yeah. Repeat senior day. Exactly. Yeah. Sean even said it. He agreed. Lamar is still pretty a young team full of players and a first year coach. Agreed. Bing. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so I don't know if we're going to say goodbye to the seniors again. Mm, I hope not. Because there's no new seniors, are there? Mm-mm. No. So it's just the three super seniors who came back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like they'll still do something. I guess they just won't 
do the whole because they already gave them like the jersey. I don't know. Maybe they'll do. I don't. Yeah, it's just I don't know. Yeah, so we'll kind of we'll we'll figure out. We'll find out on Saturday. Um, also on Saturday is uh, the last tailgate of the year. It's um, going to be from starting at two o'clock. But I think a bunch of people are actually going to come in a little bit earlier and maybe start tailgating, maybe like around noon, one o'clock. So because um, the game did get pushed back from two to four to give the showcase Saturday people that are here for showcase Saturday time to come to the game. Um, I would like to start tailgating a little bit earlier, but that's me. Yeah. Okay. Hold on. So I, I do have one. We missed one. We do have one new senior and it's Diego. Diego. Oh my God. How did we, how did I forget? So, okay. I have not brought this up on a podcast yet and I keep forgetting and I can't even remember if I brought this up to you, but originally at the beginning of the season, when we did our like intro episode and talked about all the players, all it listed on little um, bio was where he was from in Mexico. It didn't list a former school. Right. Like a while back, in me and Sean and Connor's group thread text, Connor said something about, did Diego go to NJIT? And I'm like, no, that was David. And then he's like, no, go look at the roster. So Diego played at NJIT also. So I guess he oh. played David and that's how we got him. Oh. Because at the beginning of the season, that wasn't listed on his bio. And then I, I mean, I haven't been going back and checking them. You know what I mean? But yeah, so I had no idea. So apparently him and David played together, I would have to assume. Interesting. Wow. What do you know? (laughs) It keeps like slipping my mind to bring that up. Um, Just give them some kind of keys and tell them to get out. Here's the keys to the basketball performance center. Come back whenever you want, but time to leave. Bye. After we go have a good showing in Whack Vegas. But then, okay, goodbye. Um, you know, that's funny. That's interesting. I'm glad that you. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know why they didn't have that on there at the beginning of the season. And then I never. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. I love that. Um, so anyway, yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Saturday, um, again, like I said, I would like to start tailgating a little bit earlier, um, just ourselves. And then, of course, when everybody else gets there with the food and stuff at two o'clock, that would be great as well. But so if anybody's listening and anybody's coming to the Saturday game, I would like to start maybe like around noonish. If anybody wants to join, start having a couple beers, then not getting crazy like I did at New Mexico. That will not happen again until I'm in Vegas. I promise. Um, just saying. Um, anyway, so doing that, and then of course, uh, I have a surprise for you. Oh, what is it? Guess who's coming to the game on Saturday? As of right now. Wait, what? As of right now, guess who's coming to the game on Saturday? Who? You need to take a guess. Former player or Oh my gosh, I don't know. One of your family members? Fam- family. Your nephew? Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, Zach's coming and my brother and my niece. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So as of now, all three of them are coming. Um, my sister-in-law would come, but she has to work. So, um, but yeah, I'm excited. As of now, they told me, yeah, they told, they told us last night that they were, they wanted to come. And so fingers crossed that they actually do come. Um, so, 
Oh, that'll be fun. I'm excited. I know. Me too. Me too. Uh, we'll have Zach come down and sit with us. So he's really yeah. excited. He's really excited. He's been wanting to come to a game all season. Obviously his basketball schedule um, kind of impeded that a little bit. So now that he's done with basketball at high school, um, he can come to the finally the last home game, which is nice. Yeah. And wasn't, uh, wasn't JJP his little coach at. Yeah. JJP and, and, and David. So yeah, like he's excited to come see them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I know. I'm excited too. He's, 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 Zach is gonna, he's, he cracks me up. He's like a little kids, kids 13, you know, but he acts like he's 18. He wishes he was, I'm sure. Oh, I guarantee he wishes he was, but he's a little, he, he, he cracks me up. He's a little wild kid. Um, but anyway, so we're, I'm excited for that. So that should be fun. That should be a good little time. Um, but yeah, excited for these last two home games. Kind of sad that they're already here, but here we are. Um, and then of course we have the last couple games away games. They're going to be in uh, New Mexico state. And then of course playing UT Rio Grande Valley. Um, and then whack Vegas. And it's just sitting around waiting to see what what seed we are, sitting around to wait and see what day we're playing on. Um, if we're hoping to be, you know, four through six, somewhere in there, because that way we'll be able to, because we're coming in, we're going in on Wednesday um, afternoon. And so hopefully, 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 um, you know, barring any craziness the last few games, we actually get in that little, you know, Wednesday or Thursday seed would be fantastic. Yeah. And then of course the girls killing it. The girls are absolutely devouring everyone. So worst case scenario, you know, we'll be there to cheer on and support the girls. So I wouldn't say worst case scenario. That doesn't sound right. I meant like, I mean, we're going to be there regardless till Monday. So, I mean, we can go watch the girls um, kill and decimate everybody, which they have been doing. So maybe sneak in some pool time. And yeah, I need to work on my tan for real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we can convince Andy to. We can all get it go in on a cabana or something at one of the hotels. Is he coming for sure? I haven't even asked him. Oh, I don't even know. I don't know. I was just assuming that he was coming. I, I don't. Assume. We'll have to ask him this week. Yeah, we'll have to ask him. But yeah. So anyway, excited for all that. Excited for Whack Vegas. We'll talk more about all that, of course, towards the end of the season. Last few home games about our our plans for Whack Vegas, and um, so. We're excited. We're ready to go, ready for the season to kind of wrap up here and 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 get over there and get to Vegas. It'll be Jacqueline's first time going. I've gone multiple times already, so I, I feel like I'm a, a Vegas veteran. But um, yeah, it'll be my first time, and it'll be Corey's first time. It'll be Corey's first time as well. Yeah, but he'll be there like three days, two day, two days before us. So <laughs> okay. hopefully, he'll uh, still be alive by the time we get there. Right. <laughs> don't know don't know hopefully but yeah so anyway um that's pretty much it again don't forget to support athletics and buy your my plates again they have that contest going on currently um where you can sign up sign in or register for the contest and hopefully win one of five license plates um, that they have available for that contest so if you want to sign up for that contest i'll find the link somewhere and tweet it out that way you guys can sign up for that contest because I think it's a great, great, great way to support your jacks. Throwing those license plates on your car and just cruising around, showing your support and showing your pride. 
gotta love my plates. Axum. Love it. Um, yeah, so I think that's it. Good to go. Good on my end. Anything else on your end? Nope. Nope. All right, wonderful. Okay, guys, have a great night. Be safe. Stay dry if it's raining, warm if it's cold. Whatever the weather's doing in your area right now, it's kind of blustery and blah here in East Texas. So, yeah, I was just about to ask you. So, literally, it dropped 20 degrees here within like a few hours. Like this morning, I got up, I had to turn on my AC because it was 77 in my house. Mm -hmm. And I walk outside and it's like 50, and now it's 48. I don't think it's quite hit y'all yet, but maybe it has now. No, it hasn't. We're still in the 60s, but I feel like it's coming because the low tonight's 44. Yeah, it's, um, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, and as of now, it's still supposed to rain on Saturday. So how fitting would that be that the last tailgate, it's pouring? I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised one bit. Sean's enjoying being buried under one foot of snow. Yikes. One foot's not so bad. Nope, but I'm I'm good. I'm good. We had enough snow last year. I don't want any more. I'm good. I'm good. Anyway, so, all right, guys. I got to go and make dinner. Same. Same. Um, again, hope you have a wonderful night. Stay safe. And as always, Axe and Jacks. With Alex and Jacks. Night.